Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs. With companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. It's Hong from Recruiting Brain Food, and you are listening to The Chad and Cheese Show. Um, This, in my opinion, is the number one podcast in our industry. You just have to subscribe and listen to these guys. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. What the fuck was that? What's up, ghouls and goblins? You cannot leave, dude. Listeners cannot leave. It's the Halloween edition of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Check or treat. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I'm your co-host, Joel. Here's Johnny Cheeseman. And I'm Chad. I love candy corn. So wash. (laughs) This week's episode, Career Builder and LinkedIn drop new commercials. Tricks and treats abound in the acquisition game. And we break down the office party rules for Halloween. Grab your bag of rocks, Charlie Brown. We're smashing some great pumpkins this week, right after this word from Canvas. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform, empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text, and so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center, while CanvasBot is at your side, adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text, at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happy Halloween, Dad. Happy Halloween. <laughs> are you uh, trick-or-treating this year? Or are you uh, too No, old I'm that? not too old for that. I mean, we sit, me and the neighbors, we have like uh, three or four different houses. We sit in one of our driveways. Um, and we'll probably have yeah. the, probably have the, the fire going this year. Uh, we'll have bourbon out and we'll have plenty of uh, yeah. plenty of candy for the kids. So, yeah, it should be a blast. A little, little pumpkin spice goodness. I will say that one of our mo- more memorable Halloweens was when we went down to Columbus uh, to partake in Columbus's 
uh, Halloween. Now, what what we do remember is there one, one of your neighbors actually created a basically, I don't know, a haunted house in yeah. their garage and the kids would walk in some dude with a chainsaw <laughs> and like it was it was horrors, horrors galore. So, yeah, if you're in the Columbus, Indiana area, uh, go check out that homemade haunted house. Uh, I, of course, with uh, a two year old, a 10 year old and a 13 year old will be hitting Halloween head on. I'm going as a prisoner this year. Prisoner. Uh, my wife is a funky chicken. Yeah, oh, that's a little odd. Okay. But hey, it's Halloween. Uh, Jeremy, the two-year-old, is going as a PJ mask character, which some parents will know out there. You probably don't. No. Uh, he's he's going to be Catboy. Uh, Stella, my 10-year-old daughter, is going to be um, Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. The popular Netflix show. And Cole is going as an executioner. <laughs> so he's in a black robe, an axe, some wild mask, all black. Yeah, that's my 13-year-old son. After last week being in Paris, I mean, they did two, two entirely different weeks. Being in Paris, just Julie and I all last week, and... Go figure uh, going to the uh, the catacombs where we at, they actually talked about <laughs> executions and, and things like that and seeing walls of bones and then thinking uh, about Cole uh, actually dressing up as an executioner. That's uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's surreal at, at best. Yeah, it's been a scary week, to say the least. <laughs> catacombs is a fucked up place. Yeah. And only the French would would think to say, like, let's make this into art. Yeah, I I think it's it's definitely a, a different way uh, to, to 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 quote unquote bury your people because they are underground. Um, you do feel, or at least I did, and I know Julie did. We felt like this just this this reverence when you go down there, much like when you go to mm-hmm. uh, like the the big cemetery. I can't remember the name in in Paris, which we actually visited, where Jim Morrison's buried and whatnot. I mean, when you step on those grounds, you feel that reverence. And and when we went down to the catacombs, yeah, it was scary as fuck uh, because there are six million ish people that are actually stacked up on top of each other bones yeah Uh, but there was that 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 reverence and and i can't believe that people actually go down there and and take bones or at least they try to i mean it's just it's fucking crazy yeah a lot of old-timey scary shit in france yes along with all the uh the glorified art and uh you know creative stuff that's there yeah yeah uh, jim morrison's grave was interesting if you've seen the movie the doors there's a scene at the end where they show morrison's grave uh and he his he has like a, a bust with his head on it and it, ju- it just says jim morrison 1948 to 1971 or whatever it is that's not there anymore the grave now is like james douglas morrison it's like a more official it's gated off so I was kind of expecting to see the Doors movie version, but did not get that. Chopin is buried there, which is kind of cool. And um, Oscar Wilde yep. is buried there as well. I don't know if you saw those graves. Yeah, behind glass. Oscar Wilde was weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, if anyone knows what's up with that grave, let us know. We have some Irish listeners. Maybe they know what, what the deal is with that grave. That's that's a weird sort of hood on or hood ornament on a car looking grave. Yeah, no shit. But thanks thanks again to uh, Unleash and, and Smashfly. We had a great time at Unleash. Uh, it was a, a really cool freaking uh, event. If you haven't listened uh, to our Unleash podcast, go back. Listen to both of them. They were a blast. One was a panel. Talked about pretty much employer brand, cult brand experience, that kind of stuff. And then the other one, Joel and I were 
uh, we pretty much took over the Maya booth uh, just because it was nice and quiet over there uh-huh. and they had nice, comfortable seats. So we just took over the Maya booth. Yeah. And getting flipped off by no, no, a numerous CEOs was fun, too, there in the Maya booth. <laughs> Yeah, Unleash was Unleash was great. We're excited to uh, you know to sort of be a part of that show. Uh, to, you know, if you if you have a conference, take note they do they do a really good job of combining the vendors and the uh, attendees in a really cool way. Yeah, they do. And talking about shows, Bill Borman, you might know this guy. Yeah, he is uh, having his tenth anniversary for True. And uh, so, uh, big big shout out to Bill. Congrats, buddy. 10 years uh he's, he's one of our he's one of our favorite hobbit he really is and the dude loves him some bob geldoff by oh, the way yeah, yeah. he uh he had a major conference boner when uh bob geldoff spoke <laughs> that's the uh the live aid guy in case our young audience audience members don't know who bob geldoff is yeah he's done a few things but live aid definitely so Big uh, happy anniversary, Bill. Uh, hope to see you at a, at a show soon, man. Um, next in the shout out list, Adam Gordon at Candidate ID for launching a free CRM. And it was funny. We saw him in Paris and, and the question was, so yeah. why, why a free CRM? He said, it's pretty simple because that's what CRMs are worth. <laughs> that's what he said. That is one big pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's, he said, uh, that's what CRMs are worth. That's why we're giving it away for free. <laughs> now, I was I was going to say I typically don't like the free model. I think it works in this case because it's free for a certain number of you know individuals in your database, and then you got to pay for it. So it's a, it's a nice little gateway drug for small companies or people who just want to kick the tires. But I didn't, I didn't realize he said CRMs are worth jack. So that was uh, that's an interesting take uh, from him. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Welcome to the Jungle, who, who just got $22.3 million. But I want to- Is a I French wanna, company? Uh, yeah, I want to I want to point out that it's a French company, and no yeah. French company should be able to name their company after one of the greatest rock songs in American history. I just think that's yeah, wrong, um, and these guys should should be deep six just for thinking that they could do that. Well, in in naming a company and or a product a phrase is one of the dumbest fucking things, <laughs> uh, especially, I mean, it just, it, that's just stupid. That's yeah. Just stupid. Yeah. Why don't you just launch some companies name like born to run and uh, Jack and Diane and uh, <laughs> American girl or something like what the fuck born in the USA. How about that? <laughs> How about you do that? Launching in Germany this week born in the USA <laughs> recruitment <laughs> solutions. Yeah. Oh, big shout out to Megan Irwin over at SAIC. She's over in the employment marketing side of the house. Hey, Megan, uh, you get a chance. Say hi to uh, Amy for us over there. Really appreciate both of you guys listening. Big fan. Joe, and I'm going to butcher every name that I say on the show today. (laughs) Zinai. Do you know this? how to pronounce this name? Joe Z. This is worse than Mora or whatever his name was a couple of weeks ago. Like, so Joe Zanai, I'll go with that uh-huh. from TMP. Uh, you, you had probably one of the best lines of the year at Unleash when you called TMP Sybil. 
and that they yeah. should change their name to Silva because they can't figure out all the brands that they have on board. Uh, Joe at TMP said, you guys got some good points. That's all. And that was it. <laughs> so, Joe, shout out to you for the the short, succinct message. And we love that you're listening over there at TMP. And it was funny, not just Joe, but I received WhatsApp, texts, Facebook messages from a bunch of TMP, AIA, I mean, TMPers, let's just call them TMP as a whole, uh, saying pretty much the same thing. Laugh out loud. That was fucking hilarious. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate, again, when we give companies shit, um, when they either give it back to us or, you know, they just, again, they join along in the hilarity because that's some fucking funny shit. Uh, shout out to Fountain, uh, another gig economy platform marketplace. Yeah. Put in whatever uh, word you want in there. Uh, raised $23 million this week of a Series B. So another win for the, uh, the gig economy. Congrats to them. Big shout out to Talk Push and Francis Chan. So if you don't know Francis Chan, he was actually like one of the employee number 11 over at SuccessFactor. And Talk Push just landed him as the VP of product, which I think is pretty big. And when you see these companies making these types of hires i mean that that means something so it was really cool to see something like that happen yeah push it real good shout out to uh facebook although they've been in the negative news of late (laughs) uh posted a job this was shared by our buddy matt charney yep uh they're hiring a product manager for recruiting products so yeah we talk about facebook quite a bit of, of being serious they keep doing stuff this is definitely another move into, gee, I don't know, the recruiting tech space. So we'll expect some interesting things from them, them heading into 2020, Facebook. Yeah, I, I still don't expect exciting things happening from them because they're going to hire somebody with no background in this space is going to put together shit products. Fairly simple. Now, what if they hire me? Are you still going to say that? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> ready for events? Yeah, let's go to events. Just off the backs of Paris, we're getting ready, getting locked and loaded. I think you're going to recruit con yep. in in Nashville. I think you're gonna you're gonna play the startup performance for my wife. So Julie's gonna be on. Joel's like this <laughs> the, the, the warm-up act. <laughs> I'm the warm-up act for Julie Sowash. That's just my lot in life. And then we're going to iSim's Influence, uh, where they have a new format. Uh, Last year we went, and it was just the analysts, and we just kind of sat in an area and talked about the industry and listened to what Colin and all the other leaders had to say about iSim's. But this year, they're going to have partners and clients, and it's going to be a one big room full of people, I guess. So we're going to have to see how this works. Nice. That'll be uh, an interesting take on the analysts meetings. That's a real risk for them because analysts are sort of stupid sometimes, but we'll see what, what happens there. Uh, so RecruitCon, that's going to be in a couple weeks. I'll be there with Julie. My presentation is only 15 minutes, which is, is interesting. She's probably an hour, which gives me a lot of... Uh, <laughs> A lot of grief. Um, and then TalentNet in December. This looks like yes. the final show that we'll, we'll be doing the Naughty or Nice show from Dallas that week. Uh, yeah, Naughty or Nice. I am stoked this year about Naughty or Nice. So if you're not going to TalentNet and you're in or around the Dallas area, the fuck are you waiting for? Check it out online. Get uh, get registered and, and come on out. Should be a blast. <laughs> Let's get to the news, shall we? Yes. 
Acquisitions. We got one tr- one trick and one treat yes. on this yes. one. Yes, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go with the with the treat first, and that's Vonk, who is a Euro programmatic <laughs> player. <Vonk>. Um, <laughs> Yeah, V O N Q Vonk. Uh, capital D acquires fifty four percent stake in the disruptive recruitment marketing technology business known as Vonk. Vonk. Would you Would you rather be a salesperson saying, "Hi, this is Chad from Welcome to the Jungle," or "Hi, this is Chad from Vonk"? Yeah, I think Vonk is easier. You can, I think you can make that <laughs> much easier. This is This is another programmatic play. I mean, we've seen so much programmatic work happening out there. So many acquisitions. Yeah. Uh, Netherlands, Germany, yeah. English, another European yeah. play. Uh, I mean, aside from the programmatic side, I mean, they're into a lot of different things, employment branding, analytics, almost sort of a new style agency right. um, out there. So yeah, not knowing a ton about them, um, you know, I'd say this is a, a definitely move that's trending in our industry. Uh, programmatic remains hot uh, and will remain hot apparently through 20. 20. So, uh, yeah, it's not too late to, to, you know, create that startup kids. Programmatic solutions are hot. Yeah. I, I think this is what the new ad agency looks like. Um, the, the programmatic scene is changing quickly and all around programmatic, you have branding, you have all these different aspects that talent acquisition just can't fuck with. I mean, they just don't have time to mess with, right? Um, They might have employer brand people or what have you on site, but they just, there's too much to do. So they need to have an agency to be able to work with an agency. Not to mention from a technology standpoint, this is the big change. AppCast became the major tech player. uh, And then we have the four Mm -hmm. different acquisitions in like, what was a six to eight week span that turned the entire agency world on its head for pretty much AppCast power the entire infrastructure for agencies, right? And that is being shattered. Switzerland. Yeah, that's being shattered right now. TMP and Perengo, right? You've got um, Symphony had their own thing, the the mCloud thing for a while. And then you have ClickIQ going to Indeed. I mean, you have all these different plays happening. Recruitix says, hold my beer and buys KRT, right? And that's like <laughs> that's a, a flip yep. on it. So now we had this one playing field that was pretty much for the most part, powered by AppCast. And that is just being rustled to fucking death. And and watching an organization like Vonk, who I believe does have some technology, but I guarantee you behind the scenes, they are leaning heavily on a partner vendor tech. So that capital that they're that they're seeing that that they're getting now yep. is definitely going to help accelerate growth. But I also believe it's going to help them develop themselves out of needing these partners or these other vendors. Yeah, very interesting as we head into the new year to see what happens to the the Jovios of the world, the Pando Logics, the Job Adexes, because they're in the catbird seat and they have to be fielding uh, offers as we speak. I assume. Yeah, and then to the to the actual acquisition, engaged talent acquired by Workforce Logic, and that's Logic spelled L O G I Q, just like Vonk with a Q. Yeah, formerly known as Zero Chaos. So in January. 2019, they switched their name from Zero Chaos, which are two words you should be able to spell, yep. to Workforce Logics or Logic or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> with a Q. Yeah, you like you, th- you like this as a trick. Yeah, I like this as a trick, and here's why. 
And, and sorry, engaged talent guys. What we've seen is engaged talent is really, I think, wrapped in kind of like this, this marketing uh, spiel of predictive and, and whatnot. And to try to make it feel different than that of an Intello or uh, an Uncommon or some of these, some of these companies who have had issues and uh, really haven't been able to get the play or the revenue mm-hmm. uh, that that personally I think they should be getting because this is I believe the most important technology that we have out there today. Engage talent. I think this type of technology it's more matching. It's more of that AI kind of like sourcing predictive model. Yeah. Uh, that that's. I, I love this type of technology, but it's just not getting the play. Yeah. Yeah. Would you put like an engaged talent and like a glint on the same on the same plane or different? No, I'd say it's different. Glint glint is an entirely. Yeah. I think that's that's one of the the kind of like tricks that engaged talent is kind of like wrap themselves in more of a predictive uh, packaging. I think this is a big win for engaged talent. Don't get me wrong. But it's a big win because they had to take an out quickly because most of these companies just they're just not doing well. Yeah, I agree. For whatever reason, they might be ahead of their time. And we've certainly seen that. Yeah. In this industry. I I love the tech. For some reason, it's just not getting the traction. I believe it should. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about a scary ad from CareerBuilder that's hit the, uh, the airwaves and then talk about a much better ad that LinkedIn has put out. We've seen CareerBuilder ads over the last couple of years and they really haven't been great at at all. So the, the career builder ad is basically a one stock image, like one <laughs> stock video after another. Like basically either someone internally at career builder or some agency like searched whatever solution gives you videos, stock videos uh, for work. So you've got like the worker in the hospital. You've got the worker by the truck. You've got the worker among like school children. You have the worker with, uh, you know, in the business sort of setting in the office. They, they don't speak at all. Right. There's just a narrator uh, with all these sort of stock images. And then at the end, there's like a general, uh, I don't know, it looks like they're having a cookout or something. And then it says, uh, shoot, what's the work can work, uh, work can work. Yeah. Work can, uh, pay more work can do all all this stuff. I don't know. Good on them for like creating an ad, but it's literally like a kid in college could have made this ad. I could have made this ad. Do you think it's a trick? Oh, it's a trick from a, I mean, (laughs) there's nothing unique there. There's nothing that is going to make people go, Oh, that, ad is funny or, oh, that ad is touching or, oh, that ad really, you know, connects with me. It's just like stock images on a, on a website, right? Like it's just people that don't connect whatsoever. It works on a website. Sometimes it doesn't really work that well on a video commercial advertisement. So do they actually have money to run this thing? Cause they sure as hell didn't spend any money producing it. So yeah, it's just sort of, eh, it's sort of like, eh, like what's marketing going to do this quarter? Oh, we're going to make an ad. Okay. Your budget is $200. Go make an ad. And that's what they did. See, I got something entirely different because what I was used to from career builder was it was really sterile. Right. And this to me, it, it, I'm, I'm amazed you didn't see like the kid running up to the dad and the, there was more there was more of this kind of like your work doesn't 
have to be just work. Um, work can be closer to home. It can pay more. Yeah. You know, it can make us proud. Right. So there was more of this, more of this aspirational kind of a feel behind it. Uh, and then it was the, you know, career builder work can work. And, and they used work can work with those other sterile ones before. But I thought this really brought it together better. Was it an amazing ad? Was it a five out of five stars? No. Was it better than anything that I've seen from them in the last five years? Yeah, easily. Um, whether you didn't like the the quote unquote stock footage or not, I thought the actual actual message, <laughs> the aspirational message around work doesn't have to be just work was uh, it was it was pretty cool and it was better than anything they've done in a while. That is one big pile of shit. I can't believe you like this ad. Yep. I'm just shocked. It's awful. I'd I'd like to talk about is the new LinkedIn ad because this takes that aspirational idea and takes it to another level without all the stock, right? So what are Uh you searching for? That's really the message behind LinkedIn and this new ad that they've launched in the UK. And uh, I think they took the 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 aspirational ad that Career Builder was was trying to get to, uh-huh. and they actually you can hear it from the actual people themselves uh, that they're currently helping and people that they want to help. And this was a very sure. diverse group of of individuals as well. Yeah. First of all, I want to go back to Career Builder. I want to hear from our listeners. Like, hit us up on Twitter hashtag Chad Cheese. Do you like the Career Builder ad? Do you not like it? I'm just amazed Chad likes the ad. And I just want to know if I'm just way off here. Uh, I'm just a cold-hearted son of a bitch. Well, we know that. So hit us up on social uh, about the Career Builder ad. Now on LinkedIn, I did like it. It wasn't, it was what you would expect from LinkedIn, right? It was produced really well. Um, yes. You know, I, I like that they were actual users of the product. And at the end, they said, you know, I'm Joe, whatever. And I got my job on LinkedIn. It says what their position was. And they have a nice little variety of positions. Um, it was very UK focused, right? So yeah, like they're playing soccer slash football. There's a diversity spin. So they have different, obviously, uh, diverse audiences in the ad. I think most people don't think of LinkedIn as a job search site. And I think LinkedIn is trying to, per- is trying to change that perception. Um, I think they've done a good job in the States and now they're obviously turning their eye toward uh, Europe and other parts of the world. So yeah, I thought it was, it was a good as effective. It's, it's not, you know, it's not monster Super Bowl 1999 kind of stuff, but it, it is an ad that should resonate with people um, who are looking for work and never thought of LinkedIn um, as anything more than just a professional networking site. Yeah. Well, I, I think in a world today that is so divided, they're building on this in it together feeling. And it's really cool to have a company like LinkedIn ask bigger questions than do you need a job mm-hmm. and more focused on what would you like to do with your life? And and again, this was another ad that I felt was not centered around work. It was centered on life, right? And then how what do we want to do with our life and, and work is part of that, but it's not the central part of it. So I, I really liked it. it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. It's a little bit of a change from a lot of the indeed ads, which are really focused on work. So it is, it is a nice little warm and fuzzy take on the, uh, the job search side. So the ads are definitely supportive. I don't know. Uh, so there's a report this, this past week from aim group on LinkedIn revenues and sessions grow by double digits. Yeah. Things are continues to do well at LinkedIn. I continue to drink the Kool-Aid. 
revenue surged 25% year on year in the last quarter. Um, this is from the earnings report uh, from Microsoft. Um, this continues the multi-quarter run of double-digit year-on-year income growth uh, for LinkedIn. Sessions grew by 22% year-on-year, uh, reaching record levels. This is Satya Nadala. Uh, he said, quote, marketing solutions, the sale of ads targeting LinkedIn users was the fastest growing part of LinkedIn's business with income increasing 44% year-over-year. It's good for them to see them as an ad solution. Twitter banning political ads. I don't know if we'll start seeing political ads uh, on LinkedIn. We better fucking not. All right. It's the Halloween show. We don't need any more horrific political political speak. That's a that's a trick. Yeah, in fact, let's let's hear from uh, sponsor Job Ad X, and we'll talk about some treats uh, out of Chipotle. Nope, nah, not for me. All these jobs look the same. Ugh. Next, this is what perfectly qualified candidates are thinking as they scroll past your jobs, just half-heartedly skimming job descriptions that aren't standing out to them. Face it, we live in a world that is all about content, content, content. So why do we expect job seekers to react differently while reading paragraphs and bullets in templated job descriptions? Stand out in a feed full of boring job ads with a dynamic, enticing video that showcases your company culture, people, and benefits with Job AdX. Instead of hoping that job seekers will stumble upon your employment branding video, Job AdX seamlessly displays it in the job description while they're searching building a connection, and reducing candidate drop-off. You're spending thousands of dollars on beautiful, informative employment branding videos that just sit on a YouTube channel, begging to be discovered. Why not feature them across our network of over 150 job sites to proactively compel top talent to join your team? Help candidates see themselves in your role by emailing joinus at jobadx.com. That's join us at jobadx.com. Attract, engage, employ with Job AdX. <laughs> Free degrees at Chipotle. You love this story. Yeah. So Chipotle pays for college twenty million dollars in tuition assistance over the over the past two years. Dude, if this isn't a recruiting and retention tool, I don't know what is. Well, this is not just recruiting and retention. This is pipelining. This is knowing what your organization needs for the future. So instead of looking at it like, yeah, we, you know, we need to fill positions now. This is not about fucking filling positions now. It helps. Don't get me wrong. Retention, recruiting. But this is about the future and where Chipotle needs to go. Right. And this is one of the things that really pisses me off about major Fortune 500 companies is that they're not thinking about talent pipelining and how to do exactly this. This is, this is too easy. Yeah. Right now it is way too much fucking money for, for a kid to go to college, hundred thousand dollars for God's sakes. There's no reason for that. Get them in locked in for a a three-year contract who knows and, and pay their fucking tuition. Yeah. And some companies get this. I mean, we, we, tend to see stuff like this out of Starbucks, Chipotle, uh, Walmart, you know, companies that are willing to sort of go to the mat in terms of education and paying for college and, and degrees. Um, it's a great strategy um, in terms of, you know, keeping people loyal, uh, educating folks, putting people into college that maybe wouldn't have even thought about going yep. um, in the first place. So a big round of applause, you know, from me for Chipotle and companies 
that are willing to take this expense. And again, it's a great, you know, you build some great loyalty in your workers if you're going to pay for their college. Well, this is an expense. Okay, let's let's go ahead and put this out there first. This is not an expense. This is exactly what a company should be an doing. investment. This is exactly what a company should be doing to ensure that they're skilling their people up. How many companies do we hear about today who are talking about skills gaps? This is ensuring that they can get product out, they can get product developed. They're waiting for somebody to walk through the doors with the actual skills that they need right now and they're losing product time they're losing development time so that that's a problem yeah and they're gaining new skills by the way yeah love this this is definitely a treat on halloween from chipotle and, and i have to mention i don't know if you know this or not but if you if you go to chipotle on halloween and dress like a burrito you get a free burrito <laughs> not that i've ever done that <laughs> But I wouldn't be above doing that. But yeah, I'd love to hear uh, from some listeners if they're going uh, wrapping themselves up in aluminum foil to get a free burrito at Chipotle today. (laughs) Oh, it's a thing, man. Go check out the socials. I will. And I believe it. (laughs) I just don't believe that you haven't. Oh, well, you know, there's no proof out there. Let's put it that way. No (laughs) visual proof that I've ever wrapped myself up in aluminum foil and gotten a free burrito. Not that there's anything wrong with free burritos. Uh, Less of a treat is this new story out of Amazon where automation just is sort of lurking in the shadows ready to uh, (laughs) lay off a bunch of people. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, Amazon top 750,000 employees and nearly 100,000 in the past three months. Now, I mean, they're getting ready for the season. Right. I mean, it's it's more pronounced this year because of the the onset of prime one day. But uh, but yeah, I mean, they they finished their third quarter with a headcount of seven hundred and fifty thousand people, a year over year bump of twenty two percent. Yeah, the U.S., headcount is uh, over 400,000. So this is a little scary. It's very scary (laughs) because when something grows this large, everybody looks at it and they're like, yay. But we know Jeff Bezos and all he gives a shit about is dollars. Okay. He doesn't give a shit about the people. He just cares about the dollars, which means, you know, automation is going to come. And when they start retrofitting these warehouses or whatever, automation that number is going to drop dramatically. And, and and again, you know, robots taking the jobs, that kind of thing. That's that's what we should get ready for. If you think it'll happen gradually and nicely and friendly, you're probably lying to yourself because when the automation change comes, it's going to be fast and furious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but nuclear, nuclear uh, you know, button kind of shit. Until then, I hope they've also per- purchased more garbage cans for their employees to piss in. Yeah, by the way, I yeah, I, I love you said that because I have a message for all the Amazon workers who want to take a bathroom break. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's hear from Canvas and then we'll talk about company Halloween party rules. Do it. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. You know it. Okay, so... Boom. This this next one is from our buddy Tim Sackett, and I think it's fucking awesome, <laughs> hilarious, and definitely 
it's it's a trick because it's 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 from it's from Tim Sackett. Um, <laughs> but although the picture of him as Trump is is pretty much a treat as far it as it is I'm pretty freaking hilarious. He's <laughs> spot on. So we have the Tim Sackett office Halloween party rules. Now, first off, Tim says that his office does not participate in the dress up festivities. And and I that's just yep. a big boo. I mean, come on, Tim. What the fuck? That is a pretty big boo. And he does say in his rules, if 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 more than 50 aren't going to dress up, then just don't even have it. So maybe he just works with some lame motherfuckers. All goes back to leadership, right? Uh, if he showed up looking like Trump like that, <laughs> probably not now. He did that before Trump was actually president. Uh, that was funny then. Right now, it's 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 scary. So I guess before yeah, that's, and after. That's probably a big no. That might that might tip the scale at his number one. Uh, keep racism out of out of your uh, your party. <laughs> and I love this uh, quote. No, really, we're going as the black KKK. Yeah, just don't do that. That's a that's a great number one rule. And I love that he has eight rules because I guess 10 rules would have been just too much for him to come up with. Well, I think I think that's perfect. Ten top ten. If you go top eight, it's like, yeah, I can do eight top three. That's fine, too. But yeah, number one, racist theme costumes. I mean, we all think that we're we're woke enough to understand what quote unquote racism is mm-hmm. it, especially a couple of dumb white guys stay safe with, with your with your costumes yeah and I think you could add sexism to that although I don't think that made his list I don't think guys can dress up as girls anymore in the office but I don't know why I mean that should be more that should be more heralded than ever at this point I mean if that's how you feel comfortable there's no there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to All I am right. behind that 100 percent. I'm clearly not woke enough to, to Dude, connect with this list. Y- yeah, you're one of the most unwoke dudes. Uh, <laughs> anything with naughty in the title is number two. And I totally yeah. get with get, get that. Here's the thing. If somebody comes dressed as naughty nurse or something like that, mm-hmm. more than likely during the rest of the year, he or she is they're wearing things that are way too revealing already. Yeah, yeah. This isn't this isn't going to be a thing where it happens once. Okay, so I get the whole naughty thing, but still, it's going to happen more than that. Yeah, which is rough because I mean, Halloween is the one time of year where everyone can you know let their freaky fly, but not in the office place. So this is a good number two rule. Yeah, number three, uh, don't be. The guy offering tricks all day. That's I don't, that. I don't even know what that means. That's just creepy. You know <laughs> why? Because tricks. because Tim was that guy, and he was told this. Now that's yeah. just creepy. Stop that. Now, now I know you can't turn tricks, but offering tricks. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. We might need some clarification on that one. <laughs> Number four. Anything that interferes with your ability to do your actual job shouldn't be Mm -hmm. a costume selection that's pretty simple yeah coming in as an amazon package where you can't actually (laughs) sit down and do your goddamn job that's just stupid the the rubik's cube one is a good one yeah don't dress like a rubik's cube (laughs) or a or a minion i guess that's that's not good oh number five dressing up like your boss is probably not okay especially if he hates you he or she hates you you, yeah don't do that it's a good joke if they like you and they have a good sense of humor that's always a good a good a good costume but yeah if they if they're a dick if they're you know a douche don't like you don't do it 
<laughs> yeah. If you have to put up a sign to explain who you are, yeah. uh, go back to the drawing board. That's uh, pretty simple. I'm a one night stand. Ha ha ha. Get it? See? That's always one that needs some explaining. Yeah. Okay. Uh, once again, <laughs> you're, you're probably the main reason for all eight of these. Uh, that is one big pile of shit. If less than half your staff will be dressing up, you need to cancel dressing up. See, I don't, I don't get this at all because this is about being uh, individuals in a team environment and being allow, allowing mm-hmm. those individuals to be who they are. Not to mention this might also spur, I don't know, some creativity through the rest of your fucking team. So allow it to happen. Just make sure that they don't dress up like, you know, naughty janitors or something. No shit. So what's your favorite candy before we uh, we depart? Reese's peanut butter cups. Very, very simple. Boom. I knew there was a reason why we had a show together. That's definitely the number one candy. And with that, Chad, happy Halloween. Don't drink too much. Get woke. And we, we out. out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? A podcast. The Chad. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout-outs of people you don't even know. And yet, you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho... Be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chadcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.